0: Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm Monica, host of From Heartbreak to Healed. I'm a life coach for women. I'm a wife, a mama, a granny, and a Christian. I help women turn their heartbreak into joy. After walking my own infidelity journey, it has become my passion to help guide you on your journey. This podcast is for the woman who is ready to heal her heartbreak and find joy on the other side. Let's get started. It's Wednesday. That means it's another podcast episode. And this week I want to talk about um, just I just want to give you some encouragement because I was at church on Sunday. It was Father's Day. and you know the the sermon or the homily on Father's Day is always about the importance of fathers in children's lives. And this year's was about the role of the father loving the mother and what that does to the children, the, the benefits of that for children. And I first spent you know, part of Mass feeling sorry for myself because my kids don't have their father loving their mother. And then I spent the next part of mass thinking about you, and it's just funny. sometimes I go to church, and everything about church is just speaking to me is like and there was something about church on Sunday that the songs were speaking to me in a way that made me think of you, the sermon and my thoughts and reactions to it made me think of you. But one of the things that happened during this mass was we sang this song. And the whole time I'm singing the song, I'm thinking about you and your journey and your heartbreak. And he basically, the song basically says like, that you're going, you're willingly going to accept Your weaknesses and your trials. Like, I willingly accept my weaknesses and my trials. For when I am powerless, I am strong. And there's so much truth behind that. Like, when I read that part of it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so true. It was when I felt the most powerless that I became the strongest. And I want to encourage you with these words as well, because one of the things that this infidelity journey has done for me is it has brought me back to my most authentic self. And if I hadn't endured some suffering, I don't know who I would have become but I don't think it would have been my true authentic self. I think I would have become more materialistic, more self-centered, more just looking out for myself instead of others, more self-absorbed. And so sometimes I look back on this journey and I'm grateful for what it has done to me, for what I have allowed it to do to me, for the work that I have allowed it to do inside myself. And part of the song talks about that, you know, God's God's love blesses our life, but our faith is given to the test, like our faith is tested. And that's so true. And I think so much of us gets tested on this journey. But we get to decide whether we pass or fail the test. We get to decide who we allow this to make us. And I just want to encourage you to allow this to make you your most authentic self. You know, for example, when I was younger, I think my mom said like middle school age, I got really intent on making sure my family recycled. And we went out and bought the trash cans and we labeled them all and we did all these things and I have been passionate about conserving, reusing, reducing my whole life. But I had started to get away from it because I think when you're in the middle of the suffering you, you lose yourself a little bit. And in finding myself and getting back to her, I have realized what things mattered most to me. And it was things like budgeting, financial stability, vacationing with my children, being a good conserver of the earth and its resources. Thrifting and garage sailing. Like, it's one of my favorite things to do. Reading books. Like, there's so much about me that I was in my younger version that I lost during part of this suffering time that I've been able to get back to. In the song, it says, For mercy did I pray. And then I heard God say, My grace is enough for you. And I want to offer that to you too. His grace is enough for you. And you can come out the other side of this so in love with who you are. Whether that's a single version of you, a married version of you, doesn't matter. Let this be the thing that refines you that transforms you into a better version of yourself. And then everything else, you know, whether or not the relationship gets reconciled, whether or not it ends in a divorce, whether or not you decide, I'm not supposed to be with this person anymore, whatever that part is, becomes less of a burden when you step into your most authentic self. when I was looking through my mass book, looking for that song that we were singing, I came across another song in the book that I think could be some encouragement. And it says that when the storms of life are raging, Lord, stand by me. When the currents pull me under, Lord, stand by me. And that's exactly what we feel like. We feel like we're getting pulled under by these currents. We feel like the, you know, these rising waters are just tossing us around. And it's okay to ask for God to stand by you. It's okay to seek out others to stand by you. But you also have to ask yourself to stand by you. And are you doing that? Are you asking of yourself to love you well? To nourish you? To take care of you? To hold you accountable? I'm reading a book right now. And the main character of the book is the one who was betrayed and for the most for 75% of this book she has been cut off shut down cold like she's 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 closed up her heart to the world and to herself and there was a part of me as I was reading this book that just made me so sad because that happens to so many of us on this journey. We just decide to close our hearts so that nobody else could ever hurt us again. And while it keeps us from being hurt, it also keeps us from being loved. And there's no greater feeling in the world than to be loved. I could have closed off my heart. It would have been really, really easy to close off my heart. And for a while, I thought that's what I wanted to do. At least, you know, till my kids were all grown and gone and I was lonely. And then maybe I'd think about opening it back up. And thank God I had some friends who said, no, no, you are too young to close off your heart. You're going to get yourself out there, and you're going to meet somebody. If I had chosen to close off my heart, I wouldn't have just closed it off to the person who betrayed me or any future males that might seek me. I would have closed it off to my children, to my parents, to my siblings, to my friends to myself, it would have pushed everybody away. And so I want you to think about this week. What does your most authentic self look like? Who is she? What does she love to do? How does she feed her body? How does she take care of her body? What is she passionate about? What are her core values? Because intuitively, you know the answer to all of these questions. And once you can write it down on paper, who your most authentic self is, then it's not so hard to become her. It takes purpose and intention to walk through this and come out the other side, being our most authentic self, but it is so possible and it is so worth it. And I want you to be willing to do that work. I want you to be willing to get so focused on becoming who it is you want to be, that the pain and the suffering, they don't go away. You just stop noticing them as much. And sometimes when we become our most authentic self, we realize that we're no longer in alignment with that person who betrayed us. Because oftentimes the betrayer is not living out their authentic self either. And so when you become your authentic self, it creates a gap in you and you start to see that maybe your core values don't line up, which was something that I noticed. When I when I started to become more of who I was called to be and, and stepped farther away from him, I, I got to see who he was, what his values were, and they didn't mesh with mine anymore. And that's when I knew that we could never be a team. We were never going to work as partners because our core values didn't line up. Sometimes you do this work and you figure out who your authentic self is. You return back to your core values. And, and the partner starts to return more to th- their core values too. You bring them back to their most authentic self as well. And I love those stories. But I promise you, when you do this work, when you... Move into this version of yourself that you are ultimately called to be. Just you just get this sense of peace that washes over you. I made a reel last week about not, you know, it's uh, I've been doing a little series on what not to do on your infidelity journey. And I said, I posted about, or the reel was about, don't send the like, FU message, you know, you've, you've signed the divorce decree. And now like, don't send that the FU message or the I hope you and your, you know, your new person are, are miserable, happy together, forever, or whatever, you know. And my point in saying that was, that's just a poor reflection of who you aren't, like don't don't allow yourself to step down to that level. If anything, I want this to be the thing that brings you up to the next higher version of yourself. I've got eight questions that you can take some time asking yourself um, about. Like, who is my most authentic self? Because like I've said, like, I really think that this is the work that if you do this work and you figure out who she is, you find her and you're willing to become her, your life unfolds in just powerful ways. Now, will you, when you find her, will you always stay in your authentic self? No, we're human. You'll fall into your false self. But I like to challenge myself of when I fall out of my authentic self to really challenge myself and see how quickly I can get back to her. So in this little um, PDF, I've created a PDF, by the way, and I'll have it in the show notes. I have a link that you can download it Who is my most authentic self? And it's just ask yourself these questions and then take some time to journal the answers. And there's eight questions. What are my core values, passions and interests, strengths? What brings me joy? Like just things like that. And I think that when you sit down to do this work, it will give you clarity in your life. It will help you to make decisions about your future from her from your authentic self. It will help you decide what's worth working on and what's worth walking away from. And um I'm telling you, I'm telling you this is the work. This is the most important work. I think this is the most important work for every woman out there but especially for us as we walk this infidelity journey. This is the thing that I I coach my clients on over and over and over and over. So download, click the link in the show notes, download the eight questions, work through that. I also am working on a guide that I will have available um, that just helps you then to figure out, okay, I've answered these questions. Now what do I do? How do I become my authentic self? And I'm working on a guide to help you with that as well. So that's coming soon. But I want you to go to the show notes, click this, download it, get your journal out, write these things down, come find me on Instagram, tell me what you learned about yourself, tell me what, you know, aha moments you have and you had in doing this journaling. And I cannot wait to hear how this just opens your life up into big, big ways. All right. Thanks, everybody, for joining me. That wraps up today's episode. I would love for you to leave a rating with a review. Be sure to check out the show notes for all the other ways that you can hang out with me. If you're looking for more one-on-one help in your healing journey, I'm opening a few more spots for coaching. You'll get 12 weeks of one-on-one coaching with me specific to your needs. You will also get a copy of my Joy Creator journal, which is literally worth its weight in gold. Fill out the interest form in the show notes and I'll be in touch. Let's get you on the path to creating massive amounts of joy. Much love, Monica. And remember, joy comes in the morning.